0: It shifted from I'm stuck, I'm stuck, there are no options to, Mm. oh wait, there's options. I don't want those options. And that is a power where I can be, I can get in the car and leave. Nobody is stopping me, I'm not chained here. In this episode, we'll be talking about the decision to be unstuck,
1: completely moving to another state and the navigation of the unpredictable living situation. We'll dive right into Landy Peak's Courageous Story, moving her whole family, including her chickens, dogs, and cats, and what to do day by day until everything is solidified. Be sure to listen in to hear all the details. Hello, my wonderful beasties. Welcome to the Courageous Inner Beast. I'm Tina, your host. And here we here we have Landy Peak, who is um on here
0: and just being with us. Landy, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, thank you for having me. So I'm Landy Peake. I'm a growth mindset coach and occupational therapist and a somatic experiencing therapist. I'm also a mom of two. Um, I live in Colorado in the US and adore going out and hiking and also watching my backyard chickens. So we've got a lot of variety there.
1: Oh, it's so cool. like the variety of chickens. <laughs> Um, so what, so it was moving forward, like, what is one creative story that you like to share with our listeners today?
0: Yeah. So I was really thinking about this and I think one that will resonate with a lot of people was around me seeing and taking responsibility for my life. And so um, my husband has a career that bounces and we have moved following his career for years. And we ended up in a place that I did not love and was not great for the entire family. And um, while he wanted to move, he really saw he had to follow his um, job at the time. And that's the only way that we could move. And I bought that hook, line and sinker and we stayed there for six years, not happy. And it wasn't until I was doing some of my inner growth work that I came across a thing that talked about taking responsibility for your life. And everything in your life is your responsibility. I was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, it hit. I can remember the minute that I heard this was on a podcast. And um, I was like mowing the lawn with my two-year-old in a backpack um, on my back. And I'm listening to the podcast, and it was like, I stopped the lawnmower and I'm like, holy moly. Like, if I have the responsibility for everything in my life, that means I have the responsibility and the possibility and choice to move. And it was like light bulbs going off in my head. And we had been so stuck and like, he's unhappy, I'm unhappy, kids are unhappy. And it was like, there was nowhere we could go until this moment. And I thought like, okay, So what does this mean? If I take responsibility, what does this mean? And I thought I was a really responsible person. I had my own business. I had my, you know, I was taking care of kids. They were, you know, thriving. I have pets, like nothing is like falling off. I'm pretty responsible, but I wasn't responsible in every aspect of my life because I wasn't seeing how I could change where I was living. I'd given that responsibility to my partner. Here it is. You're the one that has the soul thing. And so he came home from work that day. And I'm like, okay, we're moving. And of course that explodes. because He's like, (laughs) what does that mean? Like you and the kids are moving because I have a job here. Are we getting a divorce? Like, what does that mean? And my head hadn't gone there at all. I'm just like, I'm done. I'm taking responsibility. We are moving. I know this is a big thing. We're moving. And then as we talked and those questions came up, I was like, oh wait, no, divorce was never on the table. <laughs> like, like that like, wasn't even no, no, my no, like, like Mary, like, We're good. Like, we're good. we just this is what I yes. But I'm like, okay, but we have to have this. This we have to move. And yeah. so it really brought up a lot of tough conversations where we did sit and think, like, how can this happen? If he is tied to this job. Mm -hmm. How can I get out of a place that we don't want, that I really don't want to be in? How can I shift out of that and maintain my marriage? And what do I do about my kids? And what do I do about my business? And so it sent us into a huge upheaval for several months as we're trying to figure out, like, I'm, but I stayed firm. I'm moving. I'm taking responsibility for my happiness and I'm moving. And so as I just kept this is it. We're coming back to this. Would this idea work? Yes or no, but I'm moving. Mm-hmm. And as we shifted in and played around, what happened was we both started getting more creative. And so you start seeing different things in different ways when it's like, okay, this is, everything is my responsibility. Everything is my choice here. So I am choosing to stay here in this moment, which gave me freedom because it was now my choice. Cause I saw I could get up, get in the car and go live somewhere different. It would also have consequences. I was making a choice then to stay in that town, to be with my family, but I could get in the car and go. And it's like, oh, well, that's some freedom. I could. It's now in the back pocket. Not going to use it, but it's here.
1: I could choose. Yeah. Is it like mainly for like, like, we're thinking just by yourself without your kids?
0: Yeah. I was just like, yeah, I could get in the car. I could take my kids. I could, and we talked about all of these different things, but it shifted from I'm stuck. I'm stuck. There are no options to, Mm. oh, wait, there's options. I don't want those options. And that is a power where I can be, I can get in the car and leave. Nobody is stopping me. I'm not chained here. Mm. I have the physical ability to get in the car and leave. I could go stay with my parents. I don't want to do that, but I could do that. And so instead of having this stuckness that I just couldn't get past, that it was like, okay, my business is not thriving. My kids aren't thriving. I'm not thriving. Like here I'm stuck and I couldn't see. It was like being in a black corner and you can't see out. There's no way out to somebody turning the light on and going, oh, okay. There's a bunch of ways out. I don't necessarily want to do them all, but there's a bunch of ways out, which shifted our energy in a really big way. So we talked about, do I and the kids move somewhere within commuting distance? So we lived in a really rural town. Um, So do we move to a bigger town that's about three hours away so that we could still commute back and forth on weekends, but I could be out? Do we, um, my husband quit his job and I go try to get a different job that I could then be the breadwinner. So Mm. we talked about so many different possibilities. And what it came down to is my husband also got creative. Mm -hmm. And so where he was like, I have to be tied to this job because this is the job that I've had for the last however many years, he opened up and said, oh, what if I did this? And he ended up changing careers, which Mm -hmm. was really cool. Still same main mode, changing companies, I guess is better. Mm -hmm. Um, But the kids and I ended up heading off to Colorado and we were um, lived apart for about five months with a conscious choice of it gets us there. We have a school-aged daughter, so we wanted to get her, you know, early enough in that she transferred in the summer and not during the school year. But we looked at, okay, this is a sacrifice that we're willing to make. And as we stepped into this and we decided, okay, the kids and I are going to move, he had... Um, the interview for the job, but he didn't have the job. So there was a lot Mm. of faith and he's going to get this and we are all going to happily live, you know, in Colorado. And, but there was a lot of fear in that, but it really was coming into because we took responsibility. We started taking, making conscious choices, Mm. which was so cool because then you had power and we sold our house and we were gonna buy another house and it fell through. And so then we had this temporary space of the summer where we had no housing and I have two dogs, two giant dogs, Great Dane Mixes, two cats, two kids. And at the time we had four chickens. So finding a rental for that crew was quite challenging. And we had to do some shuffling. The chickens ended up going to a friend because you can't find a rental with chickens. Yes. Uh, but the rest of us, we found, and we did some temporary housing and we did some Airbnbs all through the summer. And it was, um, that summer was about every two weeks. I was mm. looking to find new housing because I could Airbnb it. And I was very fortunate that we were in the financial um, space that we could Airbnb it. Cause that's not cheap. We could Airbnb. We stayed with family. We stayed in our family cabin. It was an adventurous summer, but it got us to Colorado. And then my husband got the job like we'd uh, kind of manifested and planned and hoped, and we were all able to come together. And it's been really incredible move because now I'm thriving, he's thriving, my kids are thriving, because we're in a space that has a lot of energy, but we're also looking at our inner identity shifted because we took responsibility. So now anything that we're looking in our life, it's like a conscious choice. Do I want to do this? I no longer come up against that stuck feeling. And I think that is huge for people because yeah. so many of us get stuck. And when you look at it, okay, I'm not stuck. I'm choosing, and I there's a lot of choices, but I have that choice to be where I am, or I have that mm-hmm. choice to leave. Both of them have consequences. I just get to choose which is, like, the one I want to deal with the least. And then I'm going to choose that consequence. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it seems like also, like, there's a lot of, oh, there's a lot of, seems like a lot of communications, too. So, like, like you said, there's a lot of options, but it also involves your husband, your kids, and, like, which... Do they agree with this option or like, or okay with this option? It seems like too, right?
0: Yeah. So yes, cause it's not just me anymore. And there had been a whole period of time where, you know, I was single and I could just make those choices and I wasn't in that stuck. If I got unhappy in my career or the town I was living in, I would move. Yes. But yes, as you're looking at it with a family and a partner, it has to be this like, okay. It's like, I was still kind of in that single mindset of like, okay, I'm moving expecting him to be like, oh yeah, we're going to move without a job, without anything else. Yeah, And I have a virtual business. So like my business would go with me. So I was really flexible, but you do, when you're in that partnership, have to now interact and think about and communicate, okay, what do they want? What did they need? What's going to happen here? And like divorce wasn't in my mindset at all, but that was the first thing he went to is like, you're moving. What does that mean? Yeah, And so we go into that and you have to have some really hard conversations and that's part of life, but really being able to sit and say, okay, this is what I really, really want. This is what I really, really need. Here are a bunch of options. Now, if none of those work in the way that we want, what else can we do? And that's really key is just to open that creativity, turn into the imagination say, okay, what else could we do? And that's a question I kept asking okay, if this doesn't work, what else could we do? What else we could, and then this other job popped up for him and he's like, oh, I could do this and I would really like it. Awesome. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't even looking for another job without me saying, okay, I'm moving.
1: Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Thank you for sharing, Landy. I really appreciate it. It's, absolutely I mean like you said there's a lot of loopholes that you had to like a lot of obstacles and just mm-hmm. figuring out because like you said like it's not even though you want to move it's like okay we need to keep like because your kids aren't thriving you're not thriving your husband's not thriving your partnership and then everything is just what can we do so all of us can thrive and nice. going through the obstacles of like like you said we in Colorado you have to go through many different kinds of housing and lodging like Airbnb the, your parents cabin and then going back to Airbnb again and then and also leaving your chickens to someone else because they can't follow you yeah. your chickens. and so you know I just yeah that's yeah that's a lot of like transitioning and change and a lot of change between that too.
0: A lot of change. And one of, I think the biggest challenges as a mom was trying to keep this feeling safe and supportive for my kids. So it got to be a fun adventure and didn't get to be this huge stress because we did have to spend time away from their dad, which was hard. He was really amazing at coming up every weekend to be able to see us. But there was still, you know, it was like an eight hour drive for him. It was a huge commitment to drive every weekend. Yeah. And so there was a lot of sacrifice, but there was a lot of this is the good for us in the long run. And how can we make this fun and supportive? And mm-hmm. it got, we got to be creative. And the kids will look back and have this really fun, and they look back at that summer now. Um, and it was a fun summer. It was like, oh, we did this and we did that. But it became this big adventure and part of it becomes that mindset of choosing to make an adventure versus making it a hardship. So I could have said, oh my gosh, our house fell through. Now what do we do? We're going to have to, and gone into this huge for me Mm -hmm. instead of like, okay, what could happen now? What needs to happen? What do we do? And I literally got on social media and I'm posting on Facebook and I'm texting and messaging anybody that I new in the area in Colorado, do you know somebody that has housing? And, you know, things started to fall in place, mm-hmm. but it took some putting myself out there in a new way to yeah. make it happen. And I think that's a lot of things in our life is we see that we're stuck, but we don't see the choices because we have to make choices. Sometimes we don't want to. Yeah. And we also look at When we're making those choices, we have to step out to create that new option in a way that feels really scary. Posting on Facebook to all of my friends and family. I have no housing. Anybody know if something was not in my comfort zone. Texting people that I had not talked to in a long time to say, hey, you know, because it felt like a failure of like, oh my gosh, the house fell through. Like We were two weeks from closing on our house that we had. To when we were supposed to close on the house in Colorado. And it's like, okay, we have two weeks to find a house. Like, holy moly, what do we do with this crew? And it really is just like, you have a lot of resources inside of you. And I don't think we always realize how much resources we have, how much we can get through when we put our minds to it, when we're doing the things that feel scary and looking at, okay, I do have a choice in this. I might not like the consequences, but I do have a choice yeah
1: no that's that's powerful because like you said like when you were starting out to asking people in your facebook like mm-hmm. hey i don't have a house does anyone have any housing available right now because like you said like in that moment you kill like you feel like a failure right mm-hmm. but then also in that moment when you're in the like pressure gotta do this kind of stuff you're already you're being resourceful like you said like unlocking things inside of you that you never knew before and then finally getting out there and showing things like hey I don't want to be stuck there are options there are consequences but hey I can do this I can do this with with your crew your your family you can do this together and find something and that's like takes a lot of courage too. I mean, like you said earlier like doing something that's not within your comfort zone that is courage to yes. just yeah, that is courage to say, Huge. yeah, to say even like, hey, like you said, someone who you haven't talked to in a long time, Mm -hmm. because sometimes you just feel, okay, maybe I shouldn't talk to them because I haven't, but you have to, because you need this for yourself and your family, so let's do
0: this. Yes, there's a lot of, when you have that need, there's that motivation, Um, but one of the things, because courage then became kind of my word that I have stuck through, um, And that's how I continue to grow. It's how I grow my business, how I grow personally, is I do something that takes courage every single week. And I try it every single day, but it doesn't always happen because sometimes it's just like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. I am going (laughs) to hide right now. But that's where our nervous systems, and I work around um, with the nervous system, but our nervous system can handle so much. And when we stress it, We hit into that fight, fight, or freeze. And it's like, oh my gosh. And then we go and hide. So we want to do little things that, um, and I try to do them every day. And it could be, you know, signing up for a podcast. Like that feels scary. That takes some courage. But as you do it, it gets easier and easier and easier. You know, Mm -hmm. you send that email, make that phone call. In the And I talk to my clients and my family around five minutes of courage a day. So this isn't anything that's going to stress you out in a big way, but if you take five minutes of courage and that is sending an email, right? If it's under five minutes, it's good. It can be making that phone call. It can be sending that text message. It can be putting in that application for that job. It can be a ton of things. And if you start doing something that scares you for less than five minutes, so it's like, okay, bite the bullet, get it done and send it out. Your life is going to dramatically change because you are a taking responsibility, but B those things that you're avoiding are often the things that you really, really need to do. And yeah. that's where you're going to see the growth. So those five minutes of courage things gives you huge results at the end of a month, at the end of a year. It's amazing. The transformations that can happen. Now, I
1: that's amazing because like five minutes of courage it's like pretty much your I think I've never heard of like the atomic habits mm-hmm. I'm not sure yes I've never heard of that book and I read that book too and it mentioned about like something that if you do at least under two minutes of anything new even like with courage mm-hmm. it builds that momentum to do it every day and then you yes. feel more and the and the more you do it the more easy you feel and then over mm-hmm. time you're like oh what is this I've been doing this for the past two months week it's amazing and so it's kind of Kind of similar to that two it's five ex- minutes of courage exactly. every day. Mm-hmm. I can just imagine like how much confidence you will gain from doing that too. Yeah. Because once you do it, you're like, oh, okay, I can do this email now. Oh, I can go to mm-hmm. say hi to this person or a stranger or helps a stranger too. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. And it's limitless in what you can do. Mm-hmm. And it's like that less, you know, five minutes, two minutes, if you want to do two minutes, five minutes gives me enough time that I can compose an email. But it's really um, allowing your nervous system to expand to support a bigger capacity in really small, small bites. So our nervous system is that fight or flight. That's our regulation. That's the anxiety. That's how we're feeling. So it gives us just that little bit of like, ooh, I can expand a little bit of my capacity. I can hold just a little bit more and then I can shrink back down. But it's like blowing up that balloon, you know, where you blow it up. And then you might have to take a breath and it comes down a little bit and then you blow it up again a little bit bigger and you might take that breath and it comes down and it's just a subtle expansion that it's like, oh my gosh. And now I can handle so much more. Now I can do so much more. And you're absolutely right. Now it doesn't feel scary because I've Mm -hmm. done it every day and my system is used to it. So it's like, oh, this is my new normal. This is okay. And oh, wow, I changed my life.
1: Yeah. And like you said the balloon like the as it expands and it goes slower mm-hmm. and expands eventually when, it, when it's so big it explodes in a good way it's like, right. it's like oh i don't need to like you're like you said it gets used to it so the expansion to go down it's like oh i don't need yes. to go down because i'm so confident i feel confident now enough to handle everything that i my system won't go down again
0: absolutely you- and even if you do have it i love that explode in a good way But it is that it's like, oh, I don't have to have these boundaries anymore. I can Mm -hmm. hold this. I can handle this. The balloon is that container that you're, excuse me, that you're keeping it in. Um, But you don't always have to have these boundaries. We need boundaries, but you don't always have to have it around that um, specific task. Like I don't have to be afraid to send emails. And I know in my business, the first time I was like, I'm going to be bothersome to people if I send emails out and then Oh my gosh, I remember my business coach saying, send them every day. And I'm like, what? No way. People are gonna totally unsubscribe and hate me for that. No, they don't. I send emails out every day to my list now and I get a lot of great feedback. But it took doing a little bit of like, okay, I'm gonna send once a month and that feels scary. Now I'm gonna send once a week and that feels scary. But I've increased that capacity and now I'm gonna send every day. And guess what? It doesn't feel scary. And we're the same way. So we do need boundaries in life, but we don't necessarily need the restrictive things around certain tasks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And no, yeah, definitely. Like what you said about the emails. Once you get used to it, there's not much restriction in your body anymore to like feel scared anymore. And you're just like, okay, I right.
0: got this. I can do I've this. I got this. Yes. Yeah. I got this. I can do this. And that's kind of where we want to be in that flow. I've got this I can do this and yeah it might feel scary and intimidating but we still come back to I've got this
1: yeah and then just going back to like pretty much rounding everything if you were to like how did you feel curious to like how did the first feeling when the shift things that didn't go your way what was like what was your first like first plan of action when like for example like your feelings more like, was, how did you feel when the yeah. plan of action didn't follow through?
0: Right, because that happens a lot. There's a lot of times where we have that plan of action that doesn't follow through. Um, so there were times where I would push really big and then have the, oh my gosh. And then I withdraw back into myself in my little hole and I'm going to pop out and watch whatever, you know, my favorite program is or read a book and not I just ignore the rest of the world yeah. because I push too big. And so that tends to be my MO is when I'm going to like throw myself out in a big way and then have that panic attack. That's going to come back. and like, oh my gosh, what I do? What are people going to say? What are they going to think? Yeah. So I really had to work on um, regulating that so that I do. And that's probably where some of that five minutes came from. I did some things of courage, but I didn't overwhelm my system and mm-hmm. then have that rebound. But we mm-hmm. do have that anxiety. I have um, A coaching client who just shared yesterday, she just did a really big public speech and it was phenomenal. It went really, really well. And she's leaving the building. And she said, I had this huge surge of anxiety. And she's like, lady, I heard your um, voice in my head. And she said, I thought, okay, pause. And she said, I paused in the doorway and asked myself, what is this? And I think that's the huge thing with our feelings is like we have this sensation in our body And we try to tamp it down or push through it or ignore it. And instead we got to turn and say, okay, what is this? And she's like, wow, this is real excitement. This is some fear of like, oh my gosh, what are people going to say after I just had this huge speech? This is some of the grief because she's stepping into something new and letting go of something old. So there is some grief of letting go of this old thing that has been security and been safety and I know is safe. And there's also this excitement that is there and it's just like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for something new. So instead of pushing past this you know, anxious feeling and go, oh my gosh, here's the anxiety again. So you got to pause and say, what is this? Oh, it's a combination of things. There's a fear of judgment in there and there is grief in there and there's excitement in there and there's pride in there. And, and one of the things I use in my life so much and with my clients is the word and, versus but. So get but out of your life and use and because we can have grief and excitement and joy. We can have fear and we can have um, bliss at the same time. Right? So when we use and it opens up possibilities. And so I would sit and go, I want to move and I don't know how. But if I said, I want to move, but I don't know how, it's like, you can just feel the energy drain and be like, nope, there's no options. Yeah. But I want to move and I don't know how opens up. Well, okay, well then how can I have it? What can happen? What needs to happen? So that and allows us more capacity to hold, but allows mixed emotions and it allows growth and it allows possibilities. And it's really powerful to use that word and. Yes,
1: because like you said, two things can coexist. Two Absolutely. feelings, anything can coexist. Nothing has to be one or the other. Nothing is black and white. Everything, is, it can coexist together. And Absolutely,
0: so, and that's where we get. We get so, and I was so stuck in black and white of I can't move. I yeah. want to, but I can't. And there are other options. There's gray areas out there and it might not be bright, brilliant colors yet but there's some gray, there's some variants. There's some shades that you can step into. Um but use the word and, and it's going to open up some doors. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, no, I totally, and thank you for sharing that. It's something like, like you said, things can coexist and using and versus but, it makes a huge difference. And thank you so much for sharing your story, Landy. I really appreciate And your knowledge and like, you know, just not being stuck where you're at, where you're at and just keep moving and using the five minutes of courage every day can make it can make something of your life where it's like within a week months year like it will grow and grow and then you'll be able to just what do you call it your balloon and then mm-hmm. eventually you'll be set to be getting used to it and That's if funny. you were in, t- um if you were what would be your takeaway that you like our listeners to know
0: Ooh, takeaway. Um, this is a phrase that I use a lot and it's, are you willing to be the person who does the things that you've been avoiding? Mm -hmm. And that is so huge. When I look at what have I been avoiding? Am I willing to be that person to do those things that I've been avoiding, which will get me the things that I want? And sometimes the answer is no. And sometimes the answer is yes, but it's the question I come back to is, you know, coming back. Use your courage, use your and, and are, are you willing to be that person to really face what you're avoiding?
1: Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Absolutely. No, it's sometimes, yeah, avoiding is. We need to look into it, tap into that and figure out what it is. But thank you so much, Naili, for joining in and just being our guest today. Oh, thank and, you for having me. Of course. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening in and sitting with us. If you enjoy this podcast, please hit the follow button wherever you're listening and look out for new episodes every Tuesday on the Courageous Inner Peace. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoy our conversation and want to get connected with Landy Peak, please be sure to look in the description and the show notes for more information and for the links.